we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Everyone smells rich and <laughs> successful. Where y'all at now? Can't nobody tell y'all. Non-stop entertainment. The Breakfast Club. Wake, wake, your, wake your punk ass up. Babble, 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 babble. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Yes. Today is Wednesday, Hump Day, middle of the week. I'm excited. I'm happy. You guys, man. I'm always happy to be alive. I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. God is good. We breathing. We above ground. 
What's, what's, what's there not to be happy about? Last night was the first uh, time, well, first time in five nights that I actually got to sleep in my bed. Why? I'm excited about that. Well, a couple of days ago, uh, actually Thursday, the Friday actually was, Friday morning, uh, me and my wife were going out. And uh, she got, we got all dressed. I'm sitting in the car, I'm waiting for her in the car, and she's about to come downstairs. And she calls me. She was like, "Hey, I think you need to test me for COVID." And I'm like, "Why?" She's like, "I just sprayed perfume, and, and I can't, smell it. and I don't smell it." So I'm like, "What?" All right. So I go upstairs. I test her. She's positive. Mm. Right? Now, mind you, we, we sleep in the same bed. So I test myself. Nothing. I test all the kids. Nothing. Test the nanny. Nothing. I test the baby. Positive. Now I'm scared. I'm nervous. Baby's six months old. So, you know, the baby can't tell us. I don't know what the hell's going on. So I called the pediatrician. I called 911. I called the, you know, the ER. And they're like, well, if she can breathe, if you know, it's not a problem. So, you know, we had to pretty much quarantine. Gear and the baby was on one side of the house. Me and the kids were on the other side of the house. And it was, I would say daddy daycare because I had to do everything. I had to do my kids' hair, which my kids' hair came out crazy. That's you- why I saluted all the dads the other day because doing my kids' hair is 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 difficult you're supposed to alert people when you are around folks that are covid okay and i didn't my iphone didn't go off and tell me that i was next to somebody who was next to somebody who had covid only okay if, only if i have COVID, no then you're supposed it. to tell people when you encounter folks yeah with when COVID, you get exposed fool. when you get exposed you are supposed to come lock him up covid up. police <laughs> covid police come lock his ass up he's been in here all week long and all last week and ain't tell us nothing about this story well it was five days i told i told the producer Oh, okay. so Eddie knew too. Yeah, Eddie knew. That's why Lock Eddie them both up. <laughs> That's what Eddie got. Where the COVID police at when you need them? Lock both of their asses so up, I, I exposing do, us to COVID. So I was on one side of the house. She was on the other side for the last uh, five, six days. And, and last night was the first night I got back in the bedroom, which was amazing. So Co- COVID does does uh, seem like it's back because you know I see people back wearing masks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't hear the vaccine conversation like I, like I was. You know what I mean? Like it's like you see COVID rising everywhere, but you don't hear people saying, "Hey, go get the vaccine, go get the vaccine." But I think that's because of the new variant. They said the vaccine may not be effective against really? it anyway. Yeah, really. What's well, it they, called? The B two K? Not the B two K. What is it called? The B two K. Something uh, like that. B A five or something. Yeah. But they also said that you know when Gia got her 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 shot, her vaccine shot, she was pregnant with the baby, so that probably helped with the baby not having no real real problems or, or real situations. So that was a good thing. But I want you and Eddie arrested. But it's out the system. The baby doesn't have it anymore. Gear doesn't have it anymore. I tested myself again, so we all good. I'm excited. So no, I was back in the bed last night. Don't try to change the subject. I want you and Eddie arrested. And by There's the way, they do, they do, they just cleared a new vaccine for COVID, the Novavax one. So they said that's going to be available in the coming weeks. And they said uh, that uses more conventional technology than Pfizer and Moderna. So they said that might convince people to get vaccinated. No. Well, I tried to get another Who's booster, and they said I'm not available for another booster, the second booster yet. And they said they I got to be over 50. 26 million to 37 million adults still not vaccinated in the U.S., according Man. to the CDC. At this time, at this at this moment, between uh, herd immunity and vaccines, we should be good. Truth to the matter is they still don't know quite what's going on. That's why this virus keeps mutating. And, bro, I've been spending money on these rapid tests like crazy. These you like the anal swabs. They're not anal swabs. I, you put them in your I nose. thought they were free. They're not free in the drug. Where you get them free? I went to the drugstore. Uh, they charge they have me. this whole thing where you can get them for free? Yeah, they send you one box with two in it. I, I got six kids. <laughs> <laughs> them you can't are... get them for each person? No, you got to be over 18, over 21. 
Oh. Yeah, I, 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 they, they cost nine ninety nine every time I go to the store to get them, and I gotta get them by by the six. I want oh, you. Oh wow, right. that's way cheaper than they used to be. Remember, they were like fifty dollars at first. Now they nine ninety nine now can at the, CVS or Walgreens. Can the COVID police tell me what's the proper pro, uh, protocol to have uh, Envy and Eddie arrested? Yo, since, shut since up. Envy was around, uh, Gia and she had COVID and he didn't tell us. It's got to be a proper protocol to this. We'll what? figure it out before the show's over. Well, Debbie Brown will be joining oh us this morning. My. Debbie Dev should be joining us. Debbie Brown is uh, everything, man. She's one of the leaders in this mental health wellness space. You know, uh, she she's a master well-being educator. She's a certified, uh, what do you call it, modality heater, healer. And we'll be talking to her this morning. I don't know if you've seen the uh, Amazon show that she's on uh, called Sessions with Deepak Chopra and Draymond Green. But that's on Amazon right now. Okay. But we'll be talking to my good sister, Debbie Brown, later today. And we got your chance to win tickets to the Black Effect Podcast Festival Woo-hoo! happening Sunday, August 28th in Brooklyn. It's an opportunity to see a lot of your favorite Black Effect Podcasts live, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, Reasonably Shady, uh, it's food, it's drinks, it's all types of good stuff. And we got your chance to win later on in the show this morning. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, well, let's talk about this heat wave in the United States. They said there is no sign of slowing down with this heat wave. My yep. goodness. All right. Well, let's talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast mm-hmm. Club. Let's get some front page news. <sighs> now, yesterday was the uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Did you know? I told you yeah, I don't watch baseball. Us. Well, American League beat the National League three to two. So to everybody that watches baseball, they, baseball players make a lot of money. But you they know, do. I was born in the 1900s, so I appreciate baseball when everybody was on steroids. It was a much better sport then. All right. Well, what else we got, Yeezy? Well, in case you haven't noticed, there is a heat wave in the United States, and it says there's no sign of slowing until at least through the weekend. So everybody is saying, please have extreme caution right now. In in Boston, the mayor has declared a heat emergency, and that's going to be through tomorrow. There will be at least a dozen cooling centers at facilities in Connecticut. The governor activated the extreme hot weather protocol through Sunday. So that will ensure the availability of cooling centers. And in New York, they're urging residents to stay indoors in the coming days to avoid the dangerous conditions that can lead to heat stress and illness. When it comes to weather-related deaths, uh, heat is the number one reason why that can happen. And in Texas right now, there are 100 units. um, And they said 31 have full AC, 55 have partial AC, and 14 have no AC for the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. So that's in the prison system. Yeah, so imagine I mean, you're in jail and there's no air conditioning. Yeah, climate change is real. And it's not just America. It's heat waves all around the world. Like Europe is clearly gr- going through it. They're having wildfires and people dying because of the heat. And I don't know, man. I just feel like it's above us now. Like I think at this point we have to understand that a mass majority of humans are just simply not capable of doing what needs to be done to correct some of these issues. And if these issues can actually be corrected because climate change is here, people. Yeah, it's going to be disgusting. If you got older parents, older neighbors, definitely check on them. Make sure their AC works because it's going to be a hot one. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, according to reports, police have arrested several protesters outside of the Supreme Court. And they were protesting over the decision to overturn constitutional protections for abortion access. Among those arrested are 17 lawmakers in total, which included... included um, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Now, uh, here they are protesting outside of the Supreme Court. We won't go back. 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 We won't go back
The charge was for crowding, obstructing, and officers at the Supreme Court told the protesters they were participating in illegal demonstration activity. They advised anybody who didn't want to get arrested to leave, and that's what sparked the singing and chanting from the group. They then began arresting the demonstrators and collecting IDs and taking pictures of those arrested. And they also did bring water to the staging area for protesters to drink. Yeah, I didn't know you could get arrested for protesting outside of the place you work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's private property. I guess you have to have a They a, work a there, though. <laughs> yeah, but it's private property. I think you got to have a permit to, to protest, or you can do it yeah, in the man. street or something. I'm not sure. They arrested them faster than they arrested uh, the insurrectionists, the mm-hmm. people who attempted a coup, you know, on, on, on January 6th, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, the, the chant, we won't go back. Ugh. Uh, we already back. Roe v. Wade has been overturned. We're we're back already. All right, we're well. back, people. And, ju- and and guys, just to throw it out there, the Mega Millions jackpot is six hundred and thirty million dollars now. Yeah, I played it no yesterday. Mm-hmm. I spent ten dollars on the Mega Millions yesterday because hey, you, you never, never know. know. All right, spent- the next drawing is on Friday, so you got a little time. I always play Mega Millions and Powerball though. That's just a habit I have. I've had that mm-hmm. habit for years. I play Mega Millions and Powerball all the time. Only play it when it gets You're over a certain nah. hundred million. Nah, I'm not a gambler. But I look at Mega Millions and Powerball as more of an investment than a than a than a gamble. <laughs> a bad investment. I mean, maybe I give. I be winning money sometimes. I win money a lot, actually. I always win like yeah, four dollars. Yeah, because you don't have to win the actual big jackpot. You could win the smaller. Yeah, all I win is like a four dollars. I get four dollars, but I, 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 I put it back into it, and that's it. I'd be appreciative. I'd be like, oh shoot, I spent ten and got four back. Oh, all right, nice. let me get five more of them right. quick picks. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Phone lines are wide open. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. What's up, Trav? Yeah, what's up? Envy, where was you at on my birthday, Envy? Uh, I'm a married man, Don't sir. Don't be taking days off on my birthday. Oh, Don't not. be taking days off. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. 
Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Uh, you know what? We tried to connect, but the uh, equipment that we had up here went down, so I couldn't even connect. I tried, though. Happy birthday. Okay. Appreciate that, Envy. What's up, G? What's up, Trav? How was your birthday? It was good. It was good. I'm calling to talk to the big hater, the big hater, Charlemagne. Peace, sis. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Don't peace this me. You told me, well, nobody at my job going to give me nothing for my birthday. And guess what? They did. What you got, chlamydia? If you, you were there because nobody at your job got you nothing for your birthday, that is not true. Holding a sign. That That's is not it. true. Well, my sign was better than your gift. What you get? All <laughs> uh, you got was a light skinned person holding a sign for you. That's all you got. Oh, you sound a little <laughs> jelly. You that- a little jelly belly. You give me no sign, Envy. Write me a sign and hold it up. You nope. still ain't tell us what you got. What you got from your job? I got some cupcakes and a cake. Oh, yeah. hey, you got some cake, cake, I bet you cake, got some cake. cake. <laughs> but I just want to let Charmaine know he a big hater. Big hater. We had some glizzies up here for you for your Trav, birthday, but you ain't want them. Yeah, why are you getting about your mixtape? Oh, um, so I'm dropping my mixtape this Saturday, narrated by the one and only DJ Envy and Angela Yee. Thank y'all so much. I hope y'all go listen to it. It's called Unexpected Arrival. 
and I'm dropping it this okay. weekend. Oh, please. Everybody know you was coming, Trav. <laughs> Wasn't no unexpected arrival. <laughs> unexpected arrival. My big hater, Sean. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. This is Cassandra from New Jersey, and I want to root on our big city Lions football team. They in Cali. They landed in Cali yesterday. Okay. Fortunate enough that I am rooting them on. And also say to our Kenya who went to Atlanta, we didn't get the results we wanted, but I'm so proud of them. So proud of Nas and that whole organization and what they do for those kids. Yeah, yeah congratulations and shout out to the Brick City Lions. to the Brick City Lions. A team out in Newark that uh, is pretty damn good. They start at age, I believe, five or six, and they go all the way up to, to high school, and they take them kids on the road. They they, they, they try to be uh, positive figures for the kids, so shout to Brick City Lions, Nas, and all that. My son actually played for Brick City Lions uh, a couple of years back. Yes. Great so organization. I say, yes, I also want to say, because I understand Deion Sanders because he wanted to put his own money in because you want to pour into those kids. And could you imagine if Nas and Nasir Gaines had the, um, the back end so that our kids could have a facility to train all year round so that when we go to a Cali or Atlanta, yep. we can compete even more with those with those kids because those kids play all year round. So anybody want to give, let us know. Yeah, I was trying to get Kanye to, to you know, because Kanye has, has heavy roots in Newark. He was living there when he was making a lot of his music, but I don't know whatever happened to that because Ye was going to do something so special for the kids out there. Jeff Bezos, Jay-Z, we'll take them all. What's the, we- what's the <laughs> website to donate? Well, I want them to do D-O-D-O-C-K C-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A, the number two at gmail.com. And then I can forward the information to Nasir Gaines and that whole team. That's too much. You yeah, need, that ain't going to work. That, you yeah, need you to get a BrickCityLion.com or something. Yeah, I, I'll get yeah, the information from Nas. I'll get the information from Nas <laughs> to where, where they could go. You promise, Charlamagne, could you hold him for that? Yes, I'm going to Google it, too. I'm pretty sure that might help us. Yeah, no, I'm going to get the number. I'm going to get Nas's information and put it out there for you. I love you guys. You love have a you more. One, right? Yes. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This program. Hour 105.1. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. My name is Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Get it off your chest. Peace, hey, Ashley. Ashley. I had a bad morning this morning because it I just have started. A, a terrible. I, I know I have a well, mine started at three thirty this morning, but I have a terrible fear of rats, and I'm late to mm. work right now because I could not leave my house because there was two rats what, under my car. Oh my god! You know I was saying that yesterday. You that must I live was in Brooklyn. Walking outside, I was standing yeah, outside. I'm a and, yep. Mm-hmm. These rats it's are no fear. joke. Like, I'd be crying and everything. But I did yesterday. I actually um, contacted 311. I went online and I filled out a report. And they actually came the same day and they're going to do some extermination. But you have to, like, keep on keeping on. And then also, if you know your local councilman, you have to contact them to see what they can do about extermination around the area. Where do all those dead rats go, though? Them big-ass dead rats after they get killed, <laughs> where do they go? bad because it's like they're not scared like i'd be trying to throw stuff at them so they can move and they just be looking at me like I'm oh my god i did the there. same thing yesterday <laughs> i threw one of those flyers from off the steps to try to get one of them to move from next door and he just was he just de- ducked out the way if this brooklyn for yeah. you if this was the country yeah. if it was the south or somewhere uh they would tell y'all that y'all can hunt those rats if there's so many of them you just take them out yourself mm-hmm. 
But it's been really, really bad. And I saw yesterday when we were talking about it, a lot of people hit me up and we're talking about their cities. They said Chicago is number one with rats. Really? A I, lot of alleys. Was, I really thought it was Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Well, see, Brooklyn, you get a property and it comes yeah, with free rats. So Brooklyn. Now, make sure they're not talking about informants when you uh, do these polls now. You know what I'm saying? Who, what city got the most rats? All right? Yeah, and, and I think talking New York about is second, but yeah, it's been really, really bad. I feel for you, Ashley. I'm the. I feel the same way. When it's late at night, when it's garbage pickup day, early in the morning, it's quiet. Them rats take over. Don't they you really, get a cat? If you get a cat, don't that kill a rat or something like that? Rats be bigger than the cats. They re- they really got a list called the rattiest cities. Hello, who's What's this? One? Good morning. This is Stephanie B. Calling from North Carolina. Hey, Peace, Stephanie, Stephanie B. What up? Get it off your chest. Good morning, DJ Envy, Angelou Yee, and Charlemagne the God. What's happening? Good morning. I'm originally from the Bronx. I'll be heading there this weekend. My aunt passed away on Tuesday. So oh, sorry to hear that. Sorry. Send my condolences to my family. So shout out to the Mayors and DS family. May you rest in peace, dear Dolores. Absolutely. How are you guys, though? <laughs> we bless Black and Holly favors. You know, it's a Wednesday. We just we, we living. Yes, my sir. condolences to you and your family. Thank you. Well, That's, you guys made my day. You guys have a good day. All right, you too. You too. No, that is true. They say they put uh, feral cats in neighborhoods. They put 10 to 15 feral cats in neighborhoods every month. To fight the rat, the rat problem. Yeah. That's what they do in Chicago. I, I mean, that's but, what I heard that they do. What if they just play like Tom and Jerry used to do? What you mean? Like maybe the cats don't actually attack the rats. Maybe they just, you know. Oh, I, don't, I think they were going at each other. Then they just Tom play with Jerry, each other. Tom and Jerry, right? I thought. Yeah, but they never was trying to kill each other though. Well, Tom was trying that's to kill true. Jerry, Jerry but Jerry just, he couldn't kill Jerry. I think he just really liked to play with Jerry. That was a lot of flirting going on when you think about it. What? Yeah, you, New York is number three on the list. Number one is Chicago, then LA, then New York, then DC. Wow. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes, and good news for Monique and for Netflix. We'll tell you what just happened. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. That was Beyonce. Break my soul. Yep. Can't break my soul, but I tell you one thing, boy. When you get over 40, you are perpetually tired. I tell you that much. I'm tired? Always, mm. but it's okay. Mm. You don't ever feel like that? Like it's just a hint of tired in you at all times? No. Just a hint? Not in the mornings. That's a lie. It's when it's time for some coffee uplifts, people. In the afternoon. Give, me, give you five minutes. You'll be. You, if I give you five minutes alone right now, let's just say we did a little bit of meditation, you'd fall asleep. I would. I know. I fall asleep anyway, though. I, you know why? Because you're over 40. No, but I did that when I was in 1920. I just I take naps. I don't Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Monique. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, it's a beautiful thing. Monique and Netflix have announced a comedy special is coming. Now, she settled a lawsuit with Netflix that claimed racial and gender bias just last month. And here's what she had to say. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Monique. And I'm so excited to share that I'll be shooting my first Netflix comedy special. Oh, and in case you didn't hear, I'm also reuniting with my friend, my brother, director Mr. Lee Daniels on the Netflix film, The Deliverance. That's dope. Salute to Monique. Drop on the clues bounce for Monique. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was part of the settlement. I'm sure, right? Well, Netflix posted thrilled to announce that Netflix is the home for the next original stand-up special from the groundbreaking, trailblazing, and iconic Monique. So congratulations to both of them for working that out. That's right. Now y'all got now y'all got to support and uh, watch it when it drops. 
Mm-hmm. Um, here was when Monique was on The Breakfast Club. Have you received other offers from other screaming services? Let or other s- places, period? Let me say this. Because doesn't that help with negotiations when you can because create a bidding war? Because of that black ball being put over my head and how difficult and demanding I am and how difficult my husband is. The offers that come in from Netflix, they can come in low like that because they know you've been blackballed. You know what the word is about you. Mm-hmm. So we assume that you're suffering and we can offer you whatever we want to offer you. So the offers have come in even lower than that. You had a Netflix special beforehand, though, right? Well, I didn't have a Netflix special. What happened was... They took the one and put it on there. Exactly. Did. Yeah. I didn't make any deal with Netflix. Oh, the black balls are gone. Don't feel sorry about that, Envy. Envy. I know you like the right. black balls. Now, Amber right. Rose was recently on the Higher Learning no podcast, comment. and she was talking about she's the person that put Nicki Minaj on Kanye's song, Monster. I have a good ear. I've a and a bunch of amazing projects. For I put which? Nikki on Monster. I put Nikki on Monster. He didn't know who Nikki was back then. I had Nikki pull up to the studio and I put her on Monster. So he didn't listen to anything that she had done. She just pulled up and and like with that verse. Well, she pulled up and, and we all had a conversation. Mm-hmm. She heard the song and then she came back the next day with the verse. And he almost <laughs> wanted he wanted to take the verse off because it was too good. Did He's you? like, how the f*** did you bring in a bitch that killed me on my own <laughs> I feel like when she did Monster, though, she was pretty well known. Oh, uh, no, because her album hadn't come no, out yet. because I feel like she was... I mean, she was, she was popping in hip-hop. She definitely... I mean, I, I, it's hard, yeah, it's hard for me to I believe mean, Kanye I... didn't know her, especially, uh, you I know, did... with Kanye's association to Drake at the time. Well, maybe he didn't know she got that busy at the time. That's what I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, and maybe Amber Rose was like, no, you need to you, you need uh, to get Nicki on the record. I don't know, though. Nicki was killing stuff by then, by the time Monster came out. That's what I think. I mean, she was pretty big. He said She said he didn't know who she was. Not maybe, I, though. I find that. But but just like Lil Wayne. How many times Lil Wayne said, you know, I'm in my own world. I don't know who some of these artists that's are. That's what I'm saying. Kanye is on another planet. That's that's possible. But it, it, I, I believe Amber when she said uh, she she helped she helped put Nicki on the work record. Pull up. Yeah, because mm-hmm. women that women are the real tastemakers because most of what men do is for women. Like a lot of you know things men do is to impress women. What's that song Hove had back in the day? Uh, power to P. You know what I'm saying? I can't mm-hmm. say the whole word, but yeah, it's, it's the truth. <laughs> Well, Nikki definitely had the strongest verse on Monster, so yeah, it's not even you close. Have it. We sure know did. That. It's not even close. That's I don't the even, part I, we remember. I don't even think they played <laughs> no other verse, Mm-mm. especially in the club. All right, now a 23-year-old man who tried to claim that Drake was his father allegedly was arrested, and that what is for trespassing on the grounds of the mansion that he acquired earlier this month. This is according to a report from TMZ. Uh, citing sources with the LAPD. So the incident happened on July 15th, and the man was spotted near the pool house at the residence near Beverly Hills. They said he never made it inside the mansion, but responding officers questioned him, and he said that Drake was his dad. How old is he? 23, and Drake's 35. Drake is 35. See, I like when niggas try, but they got to really try. At least make it realistic. You got to say something outlandish. Like, you can't be lying. You wouldn't just say that. You can't be 23 years old talking about you Drake's son. Say his Brother. brother, yeah, brother. Long That's my brother, cousin. a cousin, but son, come on, bro. What if Drake really is his dad? Yo, that twelve. <laughs> All right, and lastly, you know, rest in peace to Jack Knight. The cause of his death has been determined. Comedian, uh, writer, he co-created and co-starred in the Peacock series Bust Down with Sam J. And 
you know, they're saying now that he died after suffering from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to his head. His family did confirm the news of his death on Saturday. He was only 28 years old. Jesus So Christ. again. Who's that again? We give our condolences to his family and friends. Jack Knight, he's a comedian and a writer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, rest in peace. So one more time, yes. Um, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Why are you whispering? The House of Representatives uh, passed a so bill sad. yesterday to codify the right to same-sex and interracial marriage. That is in the wake of the reversal of Roe versus Wade at the Supreme Court. And so we'll tell you what that means. That's so sad. It didn't, didn't seem bad. That was, yeah. I mean, we definitely wanted to make sure we yeah, was, shouted him out. Absolutely. And gave condolences to his family. I was at a taping, I told you over the weekend, with Ida Rodriguez. It was a comedy. And everybody was you know, giving their condolences and dedicating to him. So we just want to make sure we acknowledge his family and friends. Absolutely. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. My God. Come on, man. It's Wednesday. Could you stop? You know how sticky it gets. Wow. The hell at me? Good morning, everybody. I feel like I'm in danger. It's the EJ and me? Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We First of all, you ain't tell us your wife had COVID. You and Eddie been concealing that for a week or two. Now you whispering that it could get sticky. What the she, hell does that mean? She doesn't have COVID anymore, sir. It's, yeah. uh, it's over the five days. Uh, yesterday was the uh, first day I slept in my bed. And We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Uh, five days. Well, I wouldn't let you sleep in my bed either. You're running around talking about whispering it can get sticky. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> That's what Drake says. I didn't listen. I feel like you would. Would what? I feel like he would let you. No, oh, if it's sticky? I think so. But let's get into some front page news. Where are we starting? All right. Well, the House of Representatives yesterday passed a bill to codify the right to same-sex and interracial marriage. This is all after the Supreme Court's reversal of Roe versus Wade. And so here is Nancy Pelosi speaking about the legislation. For the Respect for Marriage Act, bipartisan and bicameral legislation to enshrine into law a fundamental freedom, the right to marry whomever you choose. As radical justices and right-wing politicians continue their assault on our basic rights, Democrats believe that the government has no place between you and the person you love. Yeas are 267, and the nays are 157. The bill is passed. So it still has to go to the Senate, but 47 Republicans joined every Democrat in the majority. Now, Ohio Representative Jim Jordan, who's a Republican, spoke against the legislation. Here's what he had to say about it being unnecessary and wrong to take up this bill. Speaker of the House just said, Republican, quote, Republicans knew Defense of Marriage Act was unconstitutional when they passed it. Did the 118 Democrats who voted for that legislation know the same thing? Did the President of the United States, President Clinton, when he signed it into law, did he know it was unconstitutional? The chairman of the, of the full committee is, is right. This, this legislation would, in fact, codify uh, Obergefell. But what it would also do is reverse the law in 35 states where those states have said marriage should be <clears throat> what, you know, traditional marriage. Um, in fact, in 30 of those 35 states, the people of those respective states went to the ballot and voted for that. Well, times have changed, sir. Yeah, but it's not going to pass in the Senate. You know what I mean? So you might as well already prepare yourself for the Supreme Court to overturn same-sex marriage at some point. Like, you have a 6-3 conservative majority in the Supreme Court. The only thing that's going to keep the Supreme Court from continuing to roll back 
you know, rights is to expand the Supreme Court. If they're not willing to get rid of the filibuster so they can properly legislate, so they can do things like expand the Supreme Court, then get ready for the Supreme Court to keep taking away basic rights. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. Now, now at least a dozen of the uh, electors, the Republican electors who falsely certified Trump as the victor of the 2020 election in Georgia are now subjects of criminal investigation. At first, they were just being subpoenaed, but now it seems like they're being indicted. And so they're saying that this could indicate that perhaps there might be a broader legal effort to actually try to uh, bring some criminal charges against Donald Trump now that they've <laughs> switched from subpoenaing these people to actually indicting them. I believe it when I see it. Once again, I've been saying it for the past couple of weeks since they've been doing this January 6th, uh, you know, uh, these January 6th hearings. If they do not prosecute Donald Trump, then this is all for nothing, literally. Like, it's literally all for nothing. Now, now, these 16 people, right, may be indicted in this probe. And they said each of these 16 people who signed the unofficial elector certificate ultimately submitted to the National Archives received a similar target letter alerting that person, both that his testimony was required by the special purpose grand jury and that he was a target of the investigation and not just a witness at this point. So that status has changed from witness to target. And that's the result of new evidence. And that should be a crime, right? If you just uh, give a fake elector certificate saying that Donald Trump won, even though you knew that it was fake, false election documents should be a crime. Yeah, you know, don't y'all feel like it's quiet around the January 6th hearings, though? Like, even though, you know, you, you, you see it on the news and people are talking about it, like, I actually feel like it should be a lot more noise around it. And I feel like people should be in the street demanding that uh, Merrick, Merrick, Merrick Garland, the head of the DOJ, prosecutes Donald Trump. Because they said they got, they already said they got enough evidence to charge him with things, right? Well, they absolutely mm -hmm. need to. So that's why we got to keep on talking about it, too. Let's treat Everybody it like Sesame Place. To. Let's treat it and like Sesame that's, Place. What you mean? Let's, pretend Donald Trump, let's pretend uh, Merrick Garland is uh, under the Rosita costume. And we need to, <laughs> we need to raise hell about uh, Merrick Garland being under that Rosita costume and not uh, prosecuting Donald Trump. We need him to uh, prosecute Donald Trump. So we need to be raising hell about him doing just that. All right. Well, that is your front page. It's not news. all of this is for nothing. Now, when we come back, Debbie Brown will be joining us. Man, the good sister Debbie Brown. I don't know if you've seen uh, the sessions on Amazon with uh, Deepak Chopra, Debbie Brown, and Draymond Green, but uh, it is phenomenal, and it is BIPOC, um, BIPOC Mental Health Awareness Month, so Debbie Brown is a leader in that space. She's a master well-being educator. She's a certified energy healer and a lot of other things, and we'll be talking to my good sister next. All right, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. That's right. This divine being having a human experience. <laughs> Master well-being educator. You want me to keep going? Yeah. Oh, she has many teaching certifications. She has many teaching certifications, right. including meditation, breath work, inner child healing, and spiritual psychology. She's an energy healer. Uh, she hosts and leads many spiritual retreats a year. She teaches and guides daily meditations on the Chopra app. She advises on well-being and teaches mindfulness for several corporations. She's an author of a book called Crystal Bliss, and she hosts a podcast on the Black Effect Podcast Network called hey. Dropping Gems. It's my good sister. Hold on. And she has a four-year-old that is taller than Charlemagne. That is a fact. Wow. 
Brown. Debbie Brown. Most important. That's my godson. What are you talking about? He's taller than you. He is. He, the quest is a big little boy. That is a fact. Yes. Welcome. Uh, good morning. Good morning. How are you, Debbie? Oh, I'm incredible. This moment in time is a lot, but it's also, there's magic in it for all of us. People that say, what are you talking about, Debbie? There's <laughs> monkeypox, there's COVID, yeah. we're in a recession, interest rates are at an all-time high, yeah. but you still find the positive out of it. Life is both. The human experience, we're always oscillating between these two ends of the spectrum, joy and grief. The viewpoint I have of it and something I really had to come into in the pandemic was the moments that feel like joy, I have to let myself feel all of it mm. because life is hard. There are times when people feel guilty, too, because they may be experiencing a lot of positivity, but there's so much going on around you that you don't feel like you can even celebrate that. Yeah. And I think it's important, too, because that's what allows us to sustain the thing we've all gotten so wrong about the human experience is like everyone thinks that the goal is always supreme happiness and that if it's not that, then those are the periods of your life you don't really sit with or look at or talk about. But we need the grief. We need the pain just as much as we need everything else. So, you know, even in a midst of the moment of time we're having now where everything is crazy, I wake up every day and I'm just like, but how can I fuel my fire? How can I keep that internal oven inside of me just constantly going for myself, for my life, for my child? Can we, can we go back to, to like almost the beginning, right? Because when you think of Debbie Dev, you, a lot of us probably know Debbie Dev from radio. You know, I, I met you at K-Day in LA in like 07 and you know, you were on Sway's show, but it's yeah. like you've always been this spiritually connected person when do you when do you like first remember that like connection to a higher power so many things play into that i think by nature i'm an only child raised by a single parent which is a certain kind of experience mm -hmm. that kind of keeps you in your head a lot so i think that was a piece of it but i've always just been fascinated by transformation of any kind like i was definitely reading self-help books as a little girl i was mm -hmm. just so interested in what made people themselves, but also what kept people from becoming themselves. Mm. Now, one time you decided to to give this all up, right? You were very successful doing radio. You were in Houston. They were talking about syndication. You were talking about moving back to L.A. And then you said you were one of the best radio personalities in the country. I mean, still one of the best personalities, period. But you were on the radio as one of the best personalities mm. in the country. And then you said, yes, thank you. I'm done with this. Mm. But what made you say, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. What was the... Tell the truth. <laughs> Why don't you like that? Why are you clenching yourself like that? <laughs> they need to hear this this morning, Jeff. You know, it was a couple things. Mm -hmm. I think the amazing thing about the show that y'all do is you guys have established something so rare and different than has ever been, I think, in broadcasting. And you guys get to show up as your full selves at work. You get to have the conversations that matter to you. Where I was when I was doing radio, that had started becoming so closed off. You know, at one point when I was working in, in radio, I was able to have meaningful conversations. Like I went viral with Kanye, went viral with Kendrick, talking about mental health. And then, you know, the powers that be, they just say, talk less. You know, where, where I used to have a talk break where I could really connect, be like, do that in 11 seconds. I just felt like I wasn't able to use this gift of communication at the level that God really commanded of me, at the level that felt fulfilling to me. Mm. I wanted to have more adventure. Like I, at that point, I knew spirituality was the leading, leading journey and mission for my life. 
And so I just said, I have to invest everything about myself into that. I remember you telling me that, you know, years ago, you was just like, you know, therapy is great and I'm glad you're in therapy, but you need more than just therapy to transform your life. Like what is, what exactly does that look like? So even with therapy, there's so many different kinds of therapy. And I think a lot of people, especially now, because we're just so new to all of this, everyone goes to cognitive therapy, which is mm -hmm. kind of like the standard talk therapy. For some people, that is actually not the best option. Depending on what you are coming to the table with, you may need somatic therapy. You may need all these different styles. But the, the piece about therapy is it keeps you in your head. It helps you understand yourself and the things that have happened, and it gives you the language to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't always give you the opportunity to live this new knowing. At that point, it can be really powerful to invite in like spiritual practice or a self-care practice so that you are applying acceptance to yourself. You're applying loving to yourself. You know, it's one thing to know everything, but to know everything and still love yourself, to know everything and come into compassion for the people that have harmed you, it takes many different processes. Mm. I want to talk about your prime uh, show, The Sessions. Yes. Yeah, Draymond Green on. Yeah. Now, in particular, so you're talking about the mental well-being and also being able to focus, right, with Draymond Green. Why, in particular, do you think athletes need to focus on something like this? And how do you think it helped them? What I think is so important about that, not just from the athletic lens, but from the masculinity lens. Like, I think this is really a moment of divine masculinity of men's transformative healing of men's kind of awakening how receptive was he to this active? like so receptive he came in and it was just a it was just a joy and a privilege to work with Draymond because he is so smart so self-aware already and he came in saying um and if you watch the show Deepak asked him you know where are you at on an emotional level from you know one to ten and I think he said he was a four. And then Deepak said, well, then you're suffering. Mm. And, you know, he came into the experience like, okay, how does this work? Mm -hmm. Tell me X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. By the later part of our sessions when we were meeting, he was like, okay, so I've read this book. I've read this book. I've read this book. I understand it like this. And he was just really ready to to feel things that maybe he hadn't felt before. I, I want to get back to the sessions on Amazon, but I want to talk about the connection with uh, Deepak because I call you Tupac Chopra, <laughs> right? And so to see you and Deepak actually working together now was like surreal in a lot of ways. Yeah. How did that connection happen? Oh, my God. So it really started where I was burned out. I was working in radio like we talked about. I was in my 20s and I ended up getting shingles, mm. which is highly painful for anybody that's had it, but it's also specifically something you don't get to like your 70s and your 80s. I had it in my 20s. And so this was like, you know, 10 years ago. And I went online and I just typed in like detox, help, retreat, something. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that popped up was a photo of Deepak and it was for his health center. And so I ended up going on a 10-day detox retreat and it changed everything about my life. And I ended up doing so many of the programs that Chopra offered, which eventually led me to do their teacher training program and get certified in meditation. And so our relationship was really just growing and building. And when Chopra Global launched uh, about two years ago, I ended up coming on board as their chief impact officer and wow. leading some of their initiatives. All right, we got more with Debbie Brown when we come back, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Debbie Brown. 
Charlemagne? What are some other ways to create healthy boundaries? The first part is you have to become really aware of yourself and who you are. I think a lot of this boundary conversation tends to tilt into using boundaries as more of a wall. When I hear people talk about boundaries, even on social media, I think we have to really upgrade our understanding of why we don't have them to begin with. Mm. You know, it's like everyone's like, no, I'm going to have boundaries. And anybody that doesn't have my boundaries, like you're cut out of my life and people don't want to respect your (laughs) boundaries. And there's such this like harsh judgmental view. And the thing is, the people in our lives that are trying to climb over them don't understand what they are either, which is why they don't even apply them to their own selves. So I think on the journey of finding boundaries, we always have to try to steep it in overall compassion and non-judgment. A lot of us are doing things for the very first time. Mm. A lot of us have just heard about boundaries for the very first time. And very often, if you don't have boundaries already, it's because different things happened in your life that led you to kind of disregard yourself in certain ways or not think that you had the right or the worth to choose yourself first. Are you born with boundaries and then they get torn down at some point or we never have them and we have to learn how to build them? One of the reasons that I most often work with and see in our childhood, certain things have to happen for us to become the best version of our adult self. There has to be certain kinds of role modeling in place of behavior. There has to be role modeling of care, of understanding, of listening, of language. If we have experienced certain emotional neglect or traumas, big T or little t, it affects the way your core identity is established. Your core identity is established in childhood. That is the piece of you that isn't the roles you play, but it's the piece of you that thinks that you're worthy, that thinks that you have rights, that knows that your emotional life matters. If you're not given that opportunity to grow that in a safe way, you don't know how to set boundaries because Mm. you don't understand yourself, your own needs. Um, You don't understand what you require. And sometimes things bad happen to you or people burn you and then you're like, okay, moving forward, this is how I have to move. Absolutely. And I think when that stuff happens in our adult life, even still, it usually comes down to an original wound that happened in childhood. There was something in the dynamic with the child and the caregiver or whatever adults may have been present where their needs were not looked at and you maybe had to please the person that was caretaking for you to get what you needed. And so then in your adult life, you find yourself repeating those patterns in so many different ways mm-hmm. in friendships and relationships and the jobs that you choose and the way that your dynamic with your boss and your coworkers is like it permeates everything about your life there is nothing more important than childhood so how do you base your circle now because there's going to be some people that are into the things that you're into some people that don't care about it some people that don't believe so how do you keep your circle do you keep those people that are not in your circle or do you set up those boundaries where it's like all right well if you're not believe i'll wait for you to be a believer to be in the circle so So how do you go about your your normal day? I don't think people have to be believers. Like, I'm not looking to convince anyone. And I'm okay if we are not aligned in our beliefs. But I have to prioritize what is actually nurturing my own life. First, I would say this. All of us hold on to too many people for too long. There's not really the room for that. And so over the last two years, like I've massively shed in my life. And Mm. some of them were highly intentional, like friendships that were misaligned because of character, because of integrity, because of choices. How were those conversations like? So let's say there's somebody in your clique you need to have a conversation because they're not following the same journey that you're following. 
You just don't want them around you, honestly. So how do you have those conversations? So if you're me, (laughs) you just have them. I'm not taking other people's misdirected emotions personally. So if someone is upset in our conversation, that's not going to rock me. And I'm also not going to take on a lot of guilt about it. I trust that my choices are made in integrity. But, you know, you have to be direct, but you also have to know yourself to be direct in a way that it's actually healing and beneficial. Not, you know, when people use that term brutally honest or I keep it real. Real is relative. Mm. Your real is based on your life experience and it could be completely fraudulent to someone else based on how they recognize real. So I think there has to be a certain amount of self-awareness in yourself before you have that conversation. And it's important to come into a space, if possible, of more neutrality so that you can walk away from something with lasting peace. So as a friend, let's say Nick the camera guy, let's Mm -hmm. say... Do you guide him first of what you think of being a friend? Like, hey, Nick, I think that you're doing this too much. I think you need to fall back and look at this. Or is it one of those things like, bro, you're not going in my direction. I got to go. When I started noticing that some friendships felt misaligned or non-reciprocal in the ways that were important to me, I just made a mental note and I told myself that I was going to slowly observe it. So you could do that in a way of saying, I'm going to give somebody three strikes or three chances. But I just started slowly observing and still interacting with the person, how the flow of our relationship was. How often did we talk? Were they able to show up for me? Was I showing up for them? And I just watched it over the course of a year. So I started just observing people from afar, noticing things, keeping mental notes. And then I really prayed about it. I set prayers, I set intentions around it, lead me to the aligned friendships and partnerships, allow me to remove with ease any friendships or connections that are not serving or misaligned. Once that was done and I started really saying, okay, yeah, that's not a fit. I just called people up directly and I was like, hey, I wanna talk to you about our friendship. I wanna talk about our relationship. And I said, I I just wanna let you know, I don't have a lot of judgment around you or this, but I need to share how I'm feeling. I usually had supporting examples of, you know, this experience happened. This is the way it made me feel. What are your thoughts on that? Some people in my life said, Thank you so much for telling me this. I felt something changing between us. I never saw that. I didn't even notice I was doing that, but you're absolutely right. I'm sorry. We were able to rebuild. Some people, it's just like, okay. All right, one. All right, for Mm -hmm. sure, you know, or F you, like, okay, but da 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 da. So I think walking into setting boundaries, walking into shedding people, you have to also walk in with a confidence of, It's okay if I lose them. It's okay if they don't understand. And it's also okay if they blame me. None of that has anything to do with me. You know, you know, I thank God for you daily. I tell you this all the time, but it's just like our relationship. It's never been a time we didn't share information. It's never, it's never been a time we didn't have, you know, deep conversation. It's just like things evolved and went from, yo, Charlamagne, listen to this Nipsey Hussle bullets ain't got no name or arguing about Kendrick Lamar. You know what I mean? To read Deepak Chopra's Seven Spiritual Laws Success. Like, it just seemed effortless the whole time. Yeah. And is is that what you should look for, I guess? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like, and I love us as a case study of that because we've been friends for now, like, 15 years. And Mm -hmm. we've seen each other at so many junctures of the journey. But what we always had was non-judgment. We always had an openness. We always had an ability to talk things through. And I think you don't want to just hold on to people because of a length of time. Mm -hmm. Or this like false sense of 
loyalty, which no one actually has a real definition for that word. Like Mm. it changes with everyone. You have to really look at like, what is kind of doing life with a friend? Can we go six months without talking because we're both in a different place Mm -hmm. and then come back together? I think we should be allowed to. But yeah, being able to kind of just evolve as equals at every step is what I look for in friendship. And I'm also okay with things not having to be that deep. Mm-hmm. There's some people in my life, I trust them to be themselves and I show up as myself and I give them what they can handle of me. You don't pray about me every day. You don't. You don't, you don't. <laughs> I was like, what is Envy thinking yeah, over right. there? Said, I do you, thank God for you. you I thank God that. for this whole situation. This situation changes our life. We're openness, we're deep. What? <laughs> I just want to know why. You never told me that. I You're hear, projecting. I, yeah, I hear your don't ego so talking. Guilty. That's what I hear. It's like, I hear wounds. <laughs> you, don't, you don't say it. Envy, I, I hear a wound. You. I, I, I hear a wound you. talking. God for he you. does say Turn over, let me see where the blood is. <laughs> I hear a wound talking. All right, we got more with Debbie Brown when we come back, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Debbie Brown. Charlamagne? Now, let's talk about how a person can build a, a daily self-care, like, spiritual yeah. practice routine to start healing and changing their life. How does a person do that? Oh, this is the most important thing. So you have to make it sustainable so that it actually becomes your lived experience and not just something you speak but are not acting or living. Mm-hmm. And so what you want to do when you're building a practice, first, identify how much time you have. I know a lot of people work really hard and have a lot of responsibilities. So even if only five minutes is possible, please try to gift yourself with this. But if you can be more expansive and spend 30 minutes, spend an hour, that could be really powerful. What you want to do is you want to build your daily practice around the four pillars of wholeness, which is mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. Mm -hmm. You want to find something to do every day that falls in one of those categories. For mental, that could look like journaling. That could be wow, I noticed that I keep thinking about this one thought every day. It helps to build or reestablish your intuition, which is also something that a lot of people lack because they so often go against what their gut tells them to do. That's the mental category. Looking at the emotional category, that could be meditation every day, really coming into a space of knowing how to be with yourself, how to meet yourself, how to remember all of who you truly are outside of the roles that we play in life outside of the things that have happened to us. You look at physical, for some that's a workout, but that could also look like a daily stretch practice. That could look like yoga, that could look like remembering to massage your own shoulders at the end of the night because you're aching and you deserve your own touch. And then if we look at the spiritual category, that could really look like affirmations every day, speaking life over yourself. And let's take it a step deeper than you know some of the ones of like, I am abundance or I am love or I am strong really call forward what you want to embody. You know, one of my first affirmations in my healing journey was, I'm a precious child of God, leading from my heart center, working in mastery of my being. Saying that over myself every day changed me. So doing something every day that supports who you are and who you're becoming and who you have become is essential. It also teaches you emotional regulation, which means that every day you can go into the world as your true self and not as the version of you that's constantly reacting to things. What does self-acceptance look like? Deep surrender and deep trust. To accept yourself means that you are aware of all that you are, including the things that may be a little bit unfinished or the things that you may have judged. 
but to know that it all serves purpose. Mm. To have acceptance is to also have this trust that I may not like everything that's happening right now or that has happened to me, but I do understand and trust that it is serving a purpose I don't yet know. And so I am in acceptance of what currently is. Doesn't mean you don't want it to change. Doesn't mean it doesn't have the potential to change. Is that the first step to beginning to love yourself? How do you begin to love yourself? I think they're kind of both happening at the same time. But I will say, you know, to love yourself, it's a constantly evolving process. But I think it does require that daily practice that I talked about. Loving yourself can't be related to how really you look, how other people are validating you or not, how they're treating you. It has to be like, I exist. And that's enough. And that alone is worthy of love. The, the, the action I want to ask is like, you know, I know we have a lot of people listening right now. They might have seen the sessions. They, you know, probably listen to dropping gems. I want to do like a mindfulness minute. Like what's mm. a what's a breathing exercise oh. or something that we could do to like just ground people right now in oh, this moment. I would love to. Are you guys all going to do it with me? Sure. sure. Okay. <laughs> I want to ask everybody right now listening, connecting to the sound of my voice. Come into a relaxed state with your body. And I want to invite you to gently close your eyes. Let your spine feel straight and supported. Release any tension that may be in your shoulders. Maybe turn your palms upward into a state of receiving. Unclench your jaw if there's any pressure present. And now let yourself just stretch your neck a little bit from side to side. And now let's connect to our breath. First, begin to notice how your natural breath is feeling in your body. And now I want to invite you to take your right hand and place it over your chest, right at your heart center. And now just notice what that pressure of your hand feels like. And now we're going to begin some deep breathing through our noses. We're going to do some big inhales through our nose and then out of our nose. And we'll do this three times together. And what we're looking to do is take a big, deep inhale, slowly, fully, starting now, filling your chest, and really stretch, take in a little more air, and then hold the air at the top once it's in. And now as we breathe out of our nose, I want you to do it slowly and fully. And now we'll begin that breath again, in through your nose, let your chest expand, your heart open, hold it, and release. And now begin again, in through your nose, and hold it, and release that breath. And internally right now, silently to yourself, I'd like you to repeat, I am calling forward my highest self. And I want you to think about something currently present in your life. It could be perceived as good, as challenging, but something that you've really been chewing on lately. Some dynamic maybe in your life, a relationship, or something you're excited about. And I would just want you to hold that seed in your mind's eye. And I want you to think about any nourishing or evolutionary choices or lens of perceptions that you can shift to around whatever this morsel is that you're chewing on. Is it about surrendering? Is it about an action step? Or is it just an observation, something that can be released? I want you to think of an intention around it. 
And maybe it is, my intention is to release this. Or my intention is to really feel all of this. Or my intention is to manifest this. And silently within your own hearts to yourselves, I want you to state that intention. My intention is... And now we're going to do a cleansing lion's breath, which is going to be a deep inhale through your nose. And then it'll be followed out by sighing it out through your mouth with your tongue out. And it'll sound a little like this. <sighs> so we'll begin our inhale now through our noses. And release through your mouth. <sighs> And now shake out your hand that was on your heart. Mm -hmm. Allow it to drop back down to the tops of your thighs. Mm -hmm. And as you feel ready, gently open your eyes. Mm. I could have went to sleep just now. (laughs) And you know that experience that we just did? Mm -hmm. If everyone could start and end their day like that. We probably spent maybe a minute there, right? That is a daily practice, what we just did. That was breath work. So that's an experience that you can invite into your life to regulate your nervous system. Yes. Because what was happening internally as we did that was our body was able to come into the present moment. Mm-hmm. If you're under deep stress or you have had trauma, you don't feel present in your body. Right. And so to just be able to settle into yourself and then to give yourself that nourishing breath that resets your emotional center, it changes what's possible. The thing about trauma, depression, stress, anxiety it limits what's possible in your life because it limits the choices you make and how you view yourself. Well, thank you so much, Debbie, for Debbie Brown. Tell them where to follow you, Dev. Hit me on Instagram at Debbie Brown, my website, Debbie Brown, and on Amazon Prime Video, watch the sessions. It is an incredible, incredible documentary by Religion of Sports. Myself, Deepak Chopra, and NBA superstar Draymond Green. And pick up Debbie Brown's book, Crystal Bliss. Yeah, Debbie was talking about crystals way before everybody <laughs> else was. That book dropped in, what, 2014? Yeah, and, and make sure you subscribe to Debbie's podcast, uh, Dropping Gems on the Black Effect Podcast Network. It's so many, you know, high-level conscious conversations on that podcast. So make sure you subscribe to that. Black right. Effect. Well, it's yes. the Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, 
a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements. Along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Debbie Rack. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Angela Simmons. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report, Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Angela Simmons was commenting on embracing her natural body and not editing out any quote-unquote imperfections. It was Miami Swim Week, and there were a lot of models out there, and she was modeling for a matte collection. And here's what she had to say. Not feeling good in who you are affects everything that you do. And for a long time, that stopped me from wanting to do other stuff. And I was so young and I have so many journals on how I felt about myself. And eventually I got a, a real like grip on what it was and how I had control over who I am. It's so important to love who you are, regardless of what everyone says is cool for the moment. Your body's not a trend, it's your temple. And so, you know, I challenge everybody today, tomorrow, whenever it is, look yourself in the mirror, hug yourself. You really gotta love yourself. Because once you love yourself, you're not seeking validation from no one else, you know? That's right, your first, last, and best love is self-love. That's why you gotta look in the mirror and say, good morning, gorgeous. Drop on the clues, boss, Mary J. Blige. I said in the mirror, sir. I said look in the mirror and say good morning, gorgeous. All right, stop hearing what you want to hear. Thought you was talking to me. Anyway, I thought she looked really good. So shout out to Angela Simmons Mm -hmm. for embracing herself. And she was like so many altered bodies that people forget and don't appreciate natural bodies when a person commented. And so, yeah, I think it's true. I think also people see a lot of things photoshopped and feel like that's what I have to look like. And, you know, it's not realistic. So... 
There you have it. All right. Now, police have solved a string of violent home invasions that have been targeting celebrities across Atlanta. Four suspected gang members are in custody, and that's in connection to at least 15 home invasions over the past year. One of those people is Marlo Hampton from The Real Housewives of Atlanta, and she said she was watching on her security system. Here's what she said. When I heard the boom, when I heard my nephew scream, and I knew that scream was a scream of fear, my heart dropped. She said she went into a panic room and called 911, and then they kicked in the door, uh, and they fled because they heard her yelling. That's what she thinks happened. Now, the police did get there quickly, and she thanked God for that. But she said, be aware if you are posting, if you have luxury items, just be careful. But according to Sandy Springs police, they said officers took down four alleged members of that gang Sunday morning as they attempted a home invasion at a townhouse occupied by the mother of one of the children of Future. So got to give them all at least a quarter, at least a quarter. What? 25 25 years. Absolutely. The investigation's been going on for at least a year now. So that's a lot. uh, Fortunately. Mm-hmm. Give me, That's really scary. They, they, yeah, not twenty five years is too much. No, let me tell you why. why. Because when they do these home invasions, they're not thinking of of, of nothing not. but themselves. They're not thinking about the kids that could be in the house, the old women that could be in the house, the women that could be in the house, and you know they get into these houses and. Sometimes it leads to murder. Sometimes it, it leads does. to really bad uh, assaults. It's like no. If it leads to murder, you got you got to make yes, an example. They should out of get twenty five years. But Even a lot if it of these, doesn't, yeah, uh, we a lot of these is young kids. Well, though. They're like a... 17, 18 year old kids that just just thinking that these are easy ways to pick up some quick and bread. You got to make an example out of. Them. I agree, but twenty five years. Well, in a home invasion kids. on July fourth, a resident was shot and seriously wounded. They did say he survived and is expected to make a full recovery. You got to make an example out these kids. If it if he gets shot or assault, be the same ring. Yes, then they they deserve it. But a lot of these are kids. Even even with the with the uh these people stealing these cars, a lot of them are like seventeen well, year old, eighteen year old kids. <clears throat> let me ask you a question. You say these are kids, right? They are kids. They kick in somebody's door. Mm-hmm. You got your hammer. You blast one of these kids. Should they get shot? Yes. So what's the difference? What, what do you mean? It's a I mean, harsh punishment. I'm, I mean, I'm gonna protect myself, but kids are stupid sometimes, and we all did stupid things. You know what I mean? Listen, you, you didn't do something stupid that could have got you twenty five years. But guess what? Smart people learn from their own mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. So sometimes you just learned a couple so, years ago. No, that's not true. Knock it off. Sometimes you got to make an example out of people in order for other folks to learn. Yeah, that's just the truth to the matter. If somebody gets shot or hurt, yes, I agree. But sometimes kids and you, just do stupid kid things. But we're all saving and, each and, other. And, from, we're saving each other from each other, right? Because number one, you don't want these kids if you, if you don't want these kids to go to jail then they shouldn't be do home invasions and if you don't correct. want these kids to get killed they shouldn't do home invasions that's correct and if you don't want other people to get killed nobody should be doing home invasions because this is just a terrible 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 cycle i don't agree with none of it i don't like it that's like that's your house man i agree like, there's no greater boundary than your house I agree, somebody I violates stupid. you like that no bro i agree i think it's stupid and if you so come in my be, house how much I'm time shoot you think you. Then? but if sometimes these <laughs> kids do stupid things <laughs> so you rather shoot them no i'm saying i'm gonna shoot you Okay. If you come in my house, yes. So how I'm much time do you think? Yes, it's, let's let's talk about this. You say twenty five is too much. How much uh, time? You think? If they don't shoot nobody or hurt nobody, mm-hmm. give them ten years. I just think that the problem is no. it's a ring, Mm-mm. right? And so Mm-mm. they've been doing multiple homes, Mm-mm. and one person did get shot at a home. We don't know how many it's tied to yet. If you get shot or, so, or as a gun, yes, you should get more time. But if the, a lot of these kids are breaking into windows, they're stealing things, they're selling them to make some extra cash. I don't care. You can't be violating people's house like that because you don't know who's in this house. But twenty five years is a lot. Hey, Amen. And, and you know how I feel about crime. Twenty five years is a lot. But if, if you come <laughs> up in my crib first, you get the dog, then you get the gun. Whatever, whatever way, whatever way it happens first, you're gonna get either. Or. I'd rather them get 25 years than get killed. All right. Well, that is your rumor report.
Stay yeah, my, stay, I would rather them get 25 years than get killed. Stay in my house. <laughs> I think the more I think all we're really trying to say is y'all shouldn't be doing no damn <laughs> yeah, home yeah, stop, yeah, stop doing home That's literally all that. we're trying stop to tell you. Visions. Okay? That's what we're trying to tell you here. Right. All right. Well, who are you giving your donkey to, man? Somebody who needs to go to jail. <laughs> for, for I And I think that the time that they're offering her is too uh, light. But we'll discuss it for after the hour, okay? <laughs> all right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Come on. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Everyone's pet is special, but what if yours was super? Well, get ready for the new movie, Super Pets, starring Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. Together, they're teaming up to save the world in this incredibly funny movie. DC Super Pets in theaters July 29th, rated PG. Be out here acting like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. Yeah. It's time for Donkey of the Day. I'm a big boy. I can take it. If he feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny sweet <laughs> say out his mouth. Just because I say something you may not agree with doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donk, 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 donk. Donkey of the Day right there. <laughs> the, the Breakfast Club, bitches. You can call me the Donkey of the Day, but like... I mean no harm. Yes, donkey of the day for Wednesday, July 20th goes to a Louisiana woman named Zandra Ellis. Humans. Humans, humans, humans. Can't live with them. And you can't turn your back on them because they might kill you. Okay? Or try to get you killed. We really live in a nut-ass world. Okay? I'm telling you, God is sick of us. All right? This is what my discernment is telling me. That's what God is telling me. She is sick of us because we continue to make poor choices and we don't have to. Okay, we literally got all the rules, all the resources. We know exactly what we need to be doing, yet we still choose to do the opposite. But I am not here to preach to you today. I'm just here to tell you a a story of how normal people think murder is. We live in a world where everything is at our fingertips, literally. There is damn near nothing I can't get by simply pressing a button, including somebody killed. Now, I feel like I've told you about rentahitman.com before. Okay, rentahitman is a website that you can go to to order hits on people, allegedly. All right, it would be like uh, Uber Kill or Door Dead, something like that. And when you go there, the homepage includes a disclaimer promising that potential clients' information is protected under the fictional Hitman Information Privacy and Protection Act of 1964. In fact, the whole website, rentahitman.com, is guess what? Linked to the FBI's Internet Criminal Complaint Center. Yes, literally. But why wouldn't it be? Drop on the clues bomb for the FBI. They are the best to ever do it, okay? And the fact that so many people don't realize they probably have every single website linked to them is insane. Y'all be out here talking about this is Al Gore's internet and, and Steve Jobs' internet and Little Duvall's internet and Beyonce's internet. No, it's the FBI's internet, okay? The whole web thing, all right? And this woman, Zandra Ellis, must have forgot because she went on the FBI's internet and made contact with rentahitman.com. Okay, on June 30th, using a fake name, the fake name was Jasmine D. Brown, by the way, and the D clearly stood for donkey. She went in there and she made an inquiry, all right? She was just wondering how much it cost to get a woman only identified as BH oft. All right, she wanted BH to wake up dead somewhere, all right? Her reasoning was that BH was trying to kill her. The operator of the website, uh, Robert Inns, I think, or is it Eins? Robert Inns, Eins said that he contacted Ellis 24 hours later to see if she wanted to go through with the hit. Zandra replied back in less than a minute that she did. Salute to Robert Inns. Drop on the clues bombs for Robert Inns. Okay. 
He's a graduate of the Napa Valley Police Academy. He started Rent the Hitman in 2005 as an internet security company. This is not just an internet security company. This website is keeping us all secure because if you fool up enough to go on renttohitman.com to order a hit, you're just a complete and total nut-ass psychopath who needs to be off the street. Now listen to this. When they did a background check on Zandra Ellis, or should I say did a background check on Jasmine Donkey Brown, they realized she don't exist. But they did discover Zandra Ellis exists. So they challenged her on why she didn't use her real name. And Zandra Ellis had the good sense to say, I didn't want my real name out just in case this isn't real. Or if it comes back to me, or show, or so I wouldn't go to jail. Okay? For wanting something like this done. I just didn't want it to fall back on me, end quote. Let me tell you something, Zandra. As soon as you knew that, as soon as you knew they knew your real name, you should have hung up. All right, you should have hung up and went into hiding like your last name was Bin Laden. I mean, eventually they find you, but you at least have to try to hide, right? Not in 2022, because people have zero concept of what's right and what's wrong. In fact, on July 3rd, Zandra was reported to the FBI. And two days later, an undercover agent going by the moniker Ace contacted her. Ace is a Fed name. Okay, always has been, always will be. Somebody named Ace calls your phone. Some stranger named Ace randomly wants to speak to you. They the Feds. Okay, now according to documents, Zandra and Ace went back and forth over the price of the hit. Guess how much they settled on for the hit, Envy? Just guess. I have no idea. Just throw a number out there. What you think? What you think a body costs? Huh? 50 grand? <laughs> they settled for $1,000, okay? And she put down 10%, which is $100. And then from there, she agreed to pay uh, She agreed to pay $250 in installments until the debt was paid off. Can you imagine somebody basically putting your life on layaway? That is wild. If you can't afford to get me killed, then you got to just either do it yourself or suffer watching me live. All right. By the way, Zandra, if you did it yourself, you got a better chance of getting off because at this point, the feds is just laughing at you. All right. You are the reason they can't stop chuckling all day because they can't believe the audacity and stupidity of people. I'm sure of it. Now, why did she want this person killed? The person BH? Because they shared children by the same man. So you trying to get your baby daddy, other baby mama killed for what? Who gonna tend to them kids? Do you want that responsibility, Zandra? Like, damn, y'all about to bring everybody under one roof? No, you not. You don't got no money for that. Hell, if you don't have an extra grand around to get someone killed, I know you can't afford any extra kids. Now, listen, story gets better. They met at Waffle House to come up with a code word to confirm when the kill had taken place. And Ace asked Zandra if she had a weapon on her to protect herself. And she glanced at her backpack and said in a very cocky way, I'm sure. When you see me with this, I'm always scrapped. Guess what? When she walked out the Waffle House, she was arrested and found to be in possession of a pistol, not to mention charged with the use of interstate commerce facilities and the commission of murder for hire. And get this, she only faces 10 years in prison if found guilty. Only 10 years. Wow. 10 years? I say 50 years is fair. 25 to life, definitely. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you put in this much work to get me killed, then we got to treat you like I'm dead. Correct. All right, We got to treat do. you like everything went according to I plan. Do. That's the only way to keep people from doing things like this. That's the only way to keep people from even thinking about it. Now, the creator of the website, Robert Enns, he told the Daily Beast, I get requests every single day on Rent a Hitman, despite the attention that it gets in the news, media, 
podcasts, online videos, people still see this as a place where they can attempt to, I, to hire a hitman. Robert says, it's mind-boggling. I just don't get it, end quote. Guess what, Robert? You and me both. But if that's the world we live in, cool, okay? And guess what? If that's the world we're going to live in, then I need more people to start these kind of websites. If we got to share space with people who will go on renttohitman.com, you know what I mean? Then we got to get them off the street. And the only way to do that is by having more of these type websites. Please let Remy Ma give Zandra Ellis the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker, you dumb. Might as well launch a rent-a-home invasion. Hey. Okay, rent a child sex trafficker. Let's set up more sites to get these folks off the street. Why not? If people falling for it. Man, you ain't even got the money. You got to put me on layaway? You got to put me on layaway? You can't even afford to get me killed? Damn. Jesus Christ. Come on. All right. I'm just curious. What do you mean? What are you curious about? Black, white, Asian, Spanish. Oh, I didn't even look. Well, all right. All right. Well, up on next. Purpose. Ask ye. 800-585-1051. Ask ye is next. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call it now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Sydney. Hey, Sydney. What's your question for ye? Um, I just wanted to know, you. I haven't been able to stay in a relationship since I was in high school, my senior year, mm-hmm. and college was just too much. Like, the boys were just out of control. I just, <laughs> I just had to get my degree and get out. But now that I'm getting okay. grown now and wanting to um, try and settle down and possibly have children, I just can't seem to date a guy past three weeks. So tell me how it goes. Explain to, explain to me, like, what the process is if there's a pattern. Okay, so I was thinking about this while waiting on the call. I just, at first, I'm, like, really interested in the guy. We're good. But then he might do something that might be questionable, and I'll think, and I'll overthink it. And I'll think, oh, he's just trying to get one on me, so I'm going to just make sure I just cut him off before he even thinks of effing with my feelings. Yada, yada, yada. So... I think I'm very much impatient and afraid of commitment, and I just don't know how to get over it. Okay, so it's not that you can't keep a man interested in you. It's that you have these walls up, and you're not giving a man a chance to get close to you. And I wonder why. I think because I really, and I know I hate to say this because it sounds cliche, but I've truly had my heart broken before, but I do not want that to steer me from finding the one. Right. And I'm going to be honest, like we've all at some time in our life experienced some type of disappointment or heartbreak in a relationship. And you learn a lot from that. And that's why you have your defense mechanism up because you don't ever want to have to go through that. It's the worst feeling, you know, when your stomach hurts or crying, you don't want to leave the house. But I but I also feel like you learned from that experience. Right. And I am I'm definitely a self-reflector. I was raised to take accountability, so it's no problem to do that. Okay, maybe I just over. And I think I'm just overthinking. I also want to say is there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, there's a red flag here. But I also feel like in the beginning of a relationship, as you're getting to know somebody and they're getting to understand mm-hmm. you and you're starting to understand them, there has to be a period of grace for letting people make mistakes. And okay. it could be that 
they don't know you the way that you know. It could also be that you're committed relationship. So the rules are a little bit different. So you have to be clear mm-hmm. about what your intentions are, but you also have to know that this is something that you even want to pursue. So if like somebody, right. don't put the pressure on yourself. This doesn't have to be your man, your husband. This okay. could just be somebody that you're dating, who you like, whose company you enjoy. That's how it starts. And then let it evolve from there. And either it will work or the worst case scenario, it won't work. Right. And but the worst thing is to, okay, to I'm not even try. Young, so, it, yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Thank you so much. And before you guys get me off the line, can I just give a shout out real quick to all the teachers out there working their yes. off with these children? I'm going into work right now. And it was just um, nice getting through. Charlemagne, I love you. That donkey of the day was everything. Thank you, Queen. And, and uh, Envy, you my dude. I love you guys. I love you back. So much. Thank you All so right, much, thank Mama. Thank you, Thank you. All right, Cindy. All right now. I wish you so much luck. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's Sean. Sean from where? Sean from, I'm coming out of Houston. Coming out of Houston. All right. Oh, yo, shout to Trader Truth, too. Trader Truth is doing um, Trade Day this weekend. So, Trade Day. Um, yeah. Shout to the whole Houston. I'll be out there uh, a day or two for that. So, Salute to Trader Truth and uh, everything that he's doing for his weekend. Now, what's up? What's your question for you, bro? Man, I need a collaboration here, man. Uh, shout out Charlemagne. You know what I'm saying? Mental health, my brother. You know what I mean? You gonna help me out a lot. Thank you, King. Right. Love. First, first off, you know what I mean? My situation is a little bit unique. So I'm 28. My wife is 50. We've been married for the past 10 years. Um, you got married got when married, you were 18? So- Yes, man. Right out of high school. Uh, I grew up, I was raised in Georgia, you know, so by my grandparents. So, you know, I I understood what manhood was about. I've been working since I was like 12, you know what I mean? So I'm used to, you know, being a man. So I graduated high school. I met my wife in college. Um, and at the time she had older kids. She had a couple young and then a couple older, you know, but, you know, long story short, they wasn't they wasn't like as motivated as I was, so I kind of helped them get their license. I got I got a couple of them that are older than me, and I kind of helped them get their license, helped them get their first car. You know what I mean? I've been I've been the daddy figure. So your kids, so, your stepkids are older than you. Some of them. I got two of them older than me. I got three younger than me. I got a. So I'm 28. The oldest one like 30. The other one is 28. Uh, one's like 25. I just had one graduate this year. I had one graduate uh, in a pandemic. You know, so. Wow. Okay. That is unique. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, um, well, my question is, okay, we've been married all this time. And, of course, when I first got married to her, you know, Charlamagne coming out of the South, you know, we we was taught, like, men take care of the house, you know. I mean, men take care of the working and women, you know, take care of the house, you know, do whatever you got to do. Yes, sir. So, whenever we got married, when we got married, I'm like, hey, you know, I don't want my wife to work. Well, everybody like, oh, you're young. You can't do this. You can't do that. Well, of course, you know. I got a chip on my shoulder, so I want to prove y'all wrong, and I did that. So mm-hmm. uh, we we actually, like I say, we was in Florida, you know, we got relocated to Houston through my job. You know, I work construction. Um, long story short, pandemic happened. I got laid off, but I got a better job making less money. I went from, you know, over $100,000 a year to working for the county, making about half of that, but I got great benefits, you know. Okay. Uh, so... 
of course it got harder. And, you know, the kids, I can't say, hey, you know, hey, y'all go get a job, you know, because I understand. Listen, my mama put me out at, like, 17. And it was like, hey, go figure it out, you know. So I didn't want to want my stepkids, you know, to deal with the same thing, or even my kids whenever I have them. Uh, so I'm just like, hey, you know, we created a cleaning business, did a little thing with the dogs, we, you know, we do bullies or whatever. And I'm just like, all I need you to do is promote the business. You promote the business, you make your clientele, that's your money. All I need you to do is just have my back whenever I can't have it. Because obviously, you know, as, as men, mental health is important. So whenever you are, have been working, you know, especially working a job that you didn't want to do just because you, you know, had to support your family, you know, at times you, you never know whenever you run out of gas. So I'm kind of thinking proactively like, hey, you know, Steve Harvey like to say all the time, don't, don't uh, wait for the change, prepare for the change. So, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. My problem that okay, I'm Sean, we is, need you to kind of get we we need you to get to I'm, it. So I'm, 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 this is okay. about your the wife. Okay. Is, you know, she not I can't get her to to you know initiate herself to do any anything. Man, we got eviction notices like lights just got cut off. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh well, you got it right. She don't have. Like, yeah, she's not no, helping. She's mean? not participating. And I'm just like, okay, if if I help you, you know, take care of you and your kids, the least I feel like. You should do it as a woman. He's like, hey man, I got this man. Like he don't, he don't do so much. I got him, but she don't. See so it for that the way. ten years that you guys have been married, she hasn't worked that whole time because you didn't want her to. She worked, she worked uh, like a couple jobs, but you know she wasn't making a lot of money. So I'm just like, why waste your time making twelve, thirteen dollars? You know when you can do your own thing, and I can support you. You know, just just believe in yourself. You know, but, right. Okay. Now, now financially, you need her help because you are drowning in in bills, and you feel like it's just you handling everything after you took care of everything all this time. Yes. And what is she qualified to do now? Like, what kind of work can she get? Well, I mean, she got she has a boatload of like certificates and certifications, or she just doesn't apply herself, you know. Um. As of lately, you know, with the church, she's been going, you know, to school, trying to be a counselor and things like that. You know, and I'm very supportive, you know, but it's just like, man, you know, whenever, whenever, I, like in my head, I can't give up or I can't, I can't slip. I got to be damn, damn near perfect, you know, you know, for everything to work out. And it's just like, man, I get tired too. You know what I mean? It, yeah, circumstances stressful. have have changed for you, you know, before things were great financially, you were like, you're my wife. I don't want you to work. I'm going to hold it down for the family because traditionally that's how you were raised to believe that. And so she's been comfortable in that space, but now things have changed and we really need her to step up. And it seems like she's not understanding that or willing to do that in the way that you need her to. Okay. And when you guys have these conversations, is it arguments or is it a calm, rational conversation? (laughs) Honestly, I listen to you a lot, you know, so I've tried a bunch of different ways. Of course, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very passionate, you know, I, so sometimes I get kind of irate, but I've also tried the the tactical, you know, let me kind of settle down, you know, but it seems like when I'm kind of settled and calm, like I can't get through to it. But when I go to, you know, you know. Just remember, Sean, that you guys are a team and there could be a lot of things going on with her personally where maybe she doesn't feel confident enough. Sometimes people are also scared of rejection to even try to apply for jobs because it can be disheartening if you're not able to get something. 
you know, especially in the field that she wants to do. But I will say that you have to approach this like a team. We got to figure this out together. Let's sit down and come up with a game plan together. And I don't think that being I've been doing that for years. And it's just like, mm-hmm. what I can't, and, and listen, she's admitted a few times, like, it feels good not to have to be mama. Like, I, I done been through so much, and, like, you hold it down, and it feels good that I don't have to be mama all the time. And I'm like, okay, right, but and you're, in my head, sometimes I was an 18-year-old kid help. that was forced to grow up, you know? Yeah. Well, it was a choice you made, too. Of course, yeah, of course. Which yeah, I, which was, I, I'm completely, a, you know, I, I'm content with that. But it, it sounds like, like y'all might need some. Is there anybody else that safe. can... Is there anybody who can talk to her that's a family member who she's close to or a really good friend that you have a good relationship that because sometimes it's really hard to talk to the person that you're around the most that you love and have these hard conversations. Is there somebody else that can talk to her and be supportive? Man, listen, you I called you. You my last resort. I've been at this for 10 years. Like I can't I can't get through. (laughs) No, but I'm saying is there somebody that's close to her, like a family member or a friend? Everybody call her yeah, for call advice, me. and I'm always like, I'm like, okay, you giving them good advice, but what? About, why you not applying that to your own relationship? You know? Yeah, but I'm saying, do you have a relationship with any of her friends that you can actually have them sit down oh, no, and, and talk to her no, about I'm, it too? I listen, black men don't cheat. You know, I only open the door for that. <laughs> ain't, ain't no relationships <laughs> like that. So I mean, I'm the person. All right, Sean. It sounds like you need some. Cheat. It sounds like you need some additional help. So you said you're in Houston, right? Yeah. All right, hold on the line. We're going to get your information because this just took a long time to get to it, but I want to make sure that we support you however we can. All right. Asky, 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and French Montana, he's talking about labels taking out life insurance policies on these artists, on these rappers. We'll tell you what he had to say. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This hour, 105.1. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. All right, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk French Montana. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, well, French Montana says that labels take out life insurance policies. Artists on rappers. He told DJ Academics on Off the Record Podcast about the beef, the times when people were beefing, and at first... People wouldn't touch you, label it, and mess with you. But here's what he said is happening. Sounds like we need a life insurance policy on your phone or you, because the way you just sounded. I think it's. But now it's even crazier because really they getting life insurance on artists. At least back then we didn't have that. Somebody told me that. Yeah. Is a label signing an artist in good faith if you're taking a life insurance out on? No, you're praying on you're praying on his death. You're praying on making millions on his death. Or are they being realistic though? Both. They're being realistic. And they, you know, you're supposed to have life, you know what I'm saying, life insurance anyway. But when the label does it, if you don't have one, that's crazy. That That's not new. When I was uh, signed to uh, Epic Sony to do my DJ comp- uh, compilation, they definitely tried to get me to sign one there. And their whole, their excuse for it is if we give you all this money up front to record this album and something happens to you, how do we get our money back? So they want, you know, artists to sign you know, to get a life insurance policy that they are controlling of. So, so I, didn't, I didn't do it, though, but... They don't care if you promote uh, death in your music, then. You can talk about it killing as many people as you want. You can talk about, you know, getting killed, not want to live, not wanting to live long. You can celebrate as much drug use as you want, because if you 
do overdose or get killed, they get paid. Right, but think about it. It's a business. So if I give you, let's say you're an artist, and I give you $350,000 to record an album, you know, or to, you know, to, I sign you for 350000 and you die. I lose that money. I don't can't. I can't get that back. I can't go in your account and get it back. So I mean, I'd rather your family have. And I don't. I don't even think with labels, that's the you only places that do that. I think other employers do that too. It's not just record labels. Yeah, I didn't okay. sign it though. But well, let me check the fine print here at iHeart. Make sure they ain't got no goddamn. <laughs> I didn't know that you. Life I didn't know that you had to me. sign for that to happen though. But yeah, you got to sign off for it. It's all, all in right. your contract. So. I didn't know that was real. I thought I that was a rumor contract. all of these years. I nah, that was real. I took it out my contract. Definitely with mine. All right, and Kodak Black's lawyer has told TMZ that when Kodak got arrested for those 31 oxycodone pills in his car, they were actually prescription, and he uses those to deal with chronic pain. He's been suffering since he got shot in February, so that is the explanation for that. He innocent! That. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's talk about Kim Burrell. She faced some backlash after she innocent. the sermon <laughs> in church, and here's what she said in church. You know, sometimes before we get friends, we have to do an interview. How long have you been broke? How many of your bills in your little cousin's name? <laughs> do you live in a trailer home or a house? Oh, you know, you understand. Man. And it's not about status or material things. It's just about choices. I like coming here because the ground is already tilled with great personality like Dr. Karn. And he tells the type of truth that makes most uncomfortable. Because who likes to be told? You're just ugly. No one likes to be told that. <laughs> Most don't get offended until they know the bad thing about themselves. And then somebody else recognizes and says, oh, I saw the ugly too. I just wanted to let you know. So anyway, y'all get that later. God is great. All of you are beautiful. I haven't chosen anyone to be ugly yet. Most of you have on hats covering most of that anyway. Here's to you. Drop on the clues bomb for Kim Burrell. Let me tell you something. I have watched that video three to five times and laughed each time. Okay, because I love older people who don't give a damn about what comes out their mouth. She's only in her late 40s, by the way. Okay, but hey, she's in church. All right, tell your truth, shame the devil. If you can't shame the devil, shame people who live in trailers, shame people who are broke, shame people who are ugly. Somebody get shit. Somebody got to get shamed. Whatever works. Well, after this, she did uh, release a statement apologizing. She said, as a kingdom citizen and a woman of integrity, I can acknowledge that some of my words, even if said in jest, can be offensive. My intention is never to hurt anyone, but to spread love, laughter, and more importantly, the gift which God has given me in song. If anyone was offended, I can sincerely say I apologize. But that being said, the irony in that is that those who are criticizing my statement are displaying the very thing they have accused me of. However, it is not being humorous or in Death image has been used in multiple and false statements and narratives have been created. See, I would have loved it if she'd have just doubled down. You oh, say you're it. black, you're poor, you're ugly, you're nothing. All right. Well, that, she said it was just humor. That is your rule. In report. church. Come for us. I'm going to do a stand up in church and y'all going to get these jokes, damn it. My goodness. Okay. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Up next, the People's Choice Mix. You're stupid. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Marissa. Good morning. Good morning. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. How about you? I'm good. You calling from the 757 Portsmouth, Virginia? I am. Now, you emailed us and you said you needed some bread. What did you need some bread from? For, I should say. Extra, I could use the extra money or some money to go on a much-needed vacation with myself and my children. COVID has truly hey. taken a win out of our sale, mm. and 
Well, we could just use a, a push. Where you trying to go? We're trying to go to Punta Cana. Punta Cana. All right. Yes. Well, well let's thousand dollars. Punta Cana. That's that little thing that some women get like right in the front. Cut no, that's out. a pooch. Cut it out. Oh. Cut it a, out. Never mind. <laughs> that's what's called a punta. A pouch. Oh. What? What? All that. Okay. Anyway, well, congratulations. You got that thousand dollars. Congratulations. You got the food pot. Oh, that's what it is. A food pot. It's a food pot. Food I got it all. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to you and your family. Well, we're not giving you the football. We're giving you the $1,000. Congratulations. Now, if you want to win, thank you. all you got to do is eat. Go to breakfastclubonline.com for your chance to get some daily bread. It's powered by U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. And thank you so much, Mama. Thank you. All right. Well, congratulations to her. All right. Well, don't move. When we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Reminding you guys, four weeks left to my car show, to Drive Your Dreams car show. It's a family fun day. We were going over some of the, uh, what we have set up for the kids, whether it's uh, amusement rides, carnival games. Uh, a roller skating rink we're going to have there this year. We're also going to have cars from celebrities like uh, Meek Mill, Little Uzi, 50 Cent, Fabulous, Fat Joe, Little Kim, DJ Clue, Jim Jones, and more. And, of course, it's going to be North versus South. So them country boys, them country boys. Uh, I don't like how you said that. And Trader Truth are going to be bringing some of their cars from, from the country <laughs> if they accent. make it. That was a weird accent you did. Them country boys. So we'll see. So, uh Shout to uh, them. I'm excited about that. Shout to everybody bringing their cars, all the car clubs. It's going to be a lot of fun. So come on down. There's a lot to do. Bring the family. We'll make it a weekend. All right. Now, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. You got a positive note? Oh, I do got a positive note, but I want to tell people too, man. Uh, make sure to get your tickets for the Black Effect Podcast Festival happening Sunday, August 28th in Brooklyn. If you want an opportunity to see some of your favorite podcasts live, like the 85 South Show or, you know, Reasonably Shady or Horrible Decisions, you know, we have a, a business of podcasting panel. We have a women in podcasting panel. We got Mouse Jones doing trap karaoke. So join us. Sunday, August 28th in Brooklyn, man. Just go to blackeffect.com slash podcast festival. That's blackeffect.com slash podcast festival to get your tickets. Now, my positive note is simply this. Um, sometimes, and I don't even say sometimes, all the time, happiness looks like staying home, minding your business, telling people no, and doing you. Have a blessed day. Breakfast Club, bitches. Are y'all finished or y'all done? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch. 
Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.